All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. Guys, the summer months are in full swing and altplayground.net has you covered for all of your fun. Their parties and shindig section is filling up with amazing new takeovers, smaller get-togethers, club events, all sorts of fun stuff. And if you head on over there, it really is going to be your one-stop resource for your summer fun. And of course, you can connect with other amazing lifestylers while you're there. There are new members popping up all across the United States and Canada. So it's the perfect time to get on, connect, start setting up some sexy dates, or seeing who's going to be at that event you're planning on going to, and, you know, maybe you strike up a convo ahead of time. It's a great opportunity to do so. So again, that's altplayground.net. We know that you're going to love their modern features and their inclusivity as much as we do. We will see you there. So let me just say this. Florida's awesome for the lifestyle almost too awesome because we are getting invited to so much shit, which is fantastic, but we're actually having to turn down stuff that I really fucking want to do because there is so much going on. Yeah, I hate, I'm always flattered when people like personally invite us to do things, particularly the hosts of events and, you know, folks that throw parties, but there is so much happening here. We simply can't do it all. There's just no way. And one event that we are not able to attend, I got to say I'm a little butthurt about because it sounds like my cup of tea to the, the nth degree. So we were invited to an event held by the Goodfellas, which is specifically geared towards hot wife and cuckold couples, right? They have single men that are in attendance that are carefully vetted, they're attractive, they're respectful, they go through an orientation so that they know how they are supposed to behave at events, and as a hot wife or a cuckoldress, you can go into these events focusing on nothing but the eroticism of it. Yeah, I thought it was really amazing. He, Of course, the host of those events reached out to us. I, I just thought it was great. I mean, when he broke down for you how he puts these things together and how, how carefully these guys are essentially interviewed... And then they go through this orientation. I just thought that was amazing because, yeah, I get it. Have these guys jump through some hoops. You really want to make sure that you've got the right people in attendance. I just dug it. I thought it was really, really smart. Well, yeah, because as a hot wife myself, I have gone to events in the past and it's like, I see all of these attractive single men, but unfortunately there are some shit bags that kind of ruin it. And in the back of my head, I'm like, are you going to be respectful? Do you get it? Have you been told what the rules are? Am I going to have to, you know, get nasty with you? And I, I just find myself kind of recoiling. And this is an environment where you don't have to do any of that. You just go in and have a good fucking time. Yeah, no, the work's ticking out for you. I really wish we could have attended. It was actually last night and he has another one happening tonight as we're recording this. But I'm going to put the link in the show notes for you guys if you want to take a look at those events. I think that they are amazing and such a cool concept, especially if you are someone who likes quality, attractive single men. Yeah, for sure. We will definitely connect with him. It seems very, very cool and and super nice to have invited us. But we just, there's no way we could make it happen. It, It wasn't possible. The cool thing about Florida is at least where we are particularly, as we meet new people in the lifestyle, we find out about more and more stuff that's happening. And then maybe we reach out or someone reaches out to us. And all of a sudden, our calendar's full through July 4th. Past July 4th. Way past July 4th. <laughs> and that that's never been an issue, of course, you know, coming from Montana where we had to travel, get on a plane and travel to go to events. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say that it was polar opposite in Montana. We'd be like, well, there's one event four months from now, or we can buy plane tickets and hop on a plane and go to Denver and get a hotel room and go to Scarlet Ranch and do all these other things. Now it's like, I mean, everything's kind of at our fingertips and it's both amazing and kind of overwhelming. Yeah, I'm exhausted and we haven't even gotten through 
through the weekend yet. I forgot what day it was a couple of times already. We just came back from Siesta Key and Sarasota, which I have fallen in love with. I cannot wait to get back there. Uh, we did not get a chance to see our friends Jay and L, but we will. We're going to make a special trip, so we will be back to that area because we really fucking like it. I love Siesta Key. If you guys have not been, you have to put that on your travel bucket list. The sand is like baby powder. The water is so clear. You see all the little minnows swimming around you. It is just the, one of the most beautiful places you guys could ever imagine. You have to go. And I will say, we had a fucking sexy time. We are not going to divulge all of it today, but we had not only amazing vanilla time, but incredible yeah. close off time with friends while we were there. Yeah. We also had another, what was a first for you and I, it was just, it was so fucking hot. I just enjoyed this couple so much. It was intense. I dug it. I, I always do. But the vanilla time, like you said, was super, it was so much fun and just comfortable and there's never any drama. Th those are the friends that you really want in this space, at least the friends that we want in this space. Yes. They're exceptional. So we loved it. What a great time. We're also meeting other friends on Sunday for brunch. People that have been listening to our show since the beginning who we've become very good friends with and we've never had the opportunity to meet them and we're finally making it happen on Sunday. We're doing brunch with them. Yes, they're coming through the area. Uh, we are going to get up very early in the morning to meet them for breakfast after having done this event tonight that we're going to, which is going to be fucking awesome. We were invited by the host and couldn't say no. It's so fucking amazing. Yeah, we're going to meet our friends of over two years. We have been digitally corresponding with literally on a daily basis. Yeah, I think that's one of the coolest things about the lifestyle is, so for example, if you go to an event and you meet a couple and then you don't see each other for two years or something, and then you're in the same spot again, you can just kind of pick up and have that yeah. comfortability. Yeah. Or people that you've never met face-to-face, -face, but you've been digitally corresponding with. And then once again, you're in the same area and it's like, hey, we're just gonna get together. And it's like you have this constant network of friends around you. Yeah, it's, again, so comfortable. I know that when we sit down with them, it's literally gonna be sitting down with old friends that you simply haven't seen in a while. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's what it's going to be. I'm just excited to, to finally get in front of them. They're awesome people. I agree. I'm so excited. Uh, and then next week, I am going to be meeting a couple with whom I will likely be playing. But after that, it's break time. We are going on full-on hiatus. I have not taken any dates. I've been asked out a couple of times this week. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to push it off. I am taking some us time. Yeah, we have got to break it down. I mean, we have so much, so much to do, and we are trying to fit it all in. In fact, when right now we're recording this on a day that we don't typically do a lot of work. We, you know, we saved that for the Monday through Friday piece. But man, there was just no way. Too much. We'll be working tomorrow. Tomorrow Sunday, we'll be working tomorrow. Yeah, there's so just our, too much. Our hiatus week will be us going on a couple of dates together, and like you said, you have that one date. But I think that's early in the week, right? Like Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Yeah. And then we are on a full one week break which is yep. going to be really fucking nice but yeah if you guys are following us on socials or anything like that there'll be no date pictures or anything like well, that there'll be our date pictures but that's about it yeah yeah so much to do it's and you know it's funny because as quickly as all this is happening and it's happening fast we you and i have not had a chance to really debrief about any of it yet no and i and once this week is over like by by the time monday rolls around of course monday's batshit crazy for us anyway, we are going to be ready to really sit down and go, wow, what what just happened? Yeah. Like, how do we, I, we're going to have to get the legal pad out, write down fucking <laughs> notes, oh, you God. know, like, like what has happened these past, this past seven days, you know? And to some degree, how do we replicate it? Because we really enjoyed it, but also... How do we kind of pare it down a little bit, you know, and slow it down? You How know? do we find balance? That's the thing. We are horrible at balance. We are all or nothing people. No, we're we're extremists. Yeah, we need we need the abridged version of what we've just done. Yeah. Or what we're continuing to do, I should say. And the thing for me that the thing that's always the most important for me, events aside, parties aside, all that stuff. Any chance we get to spend time with our friends. Like we were just in, you know, Siesta Key in Sarasota for a couple of days. That was more important to me than the event we're going to tonight. So if we have to choose one, that's what we're going to choose. Of course. You know, and then Sunday, of course, our friends M&A are coming in town and we're going to see them. The opportunity is rare because we're going to be within 15 minutes of each other for the first time in two years or more. So we are totally taking that time as opposed to doing what you and I would normally do on a Sunday, which is fucking nothing because Sunday usually we're just exhausted but those are the things that are the most important and then we have to kind of put other stuff into place 
you know, we can fit shit in, in between that. But those are the things that are, that kind of stand out to me as the, as the most important things for us to be doing in this space. Well, it feeds our soul when we're able to do that with people and to connect with people in a completely genuine way. That's what means the most. And that's why we prioritize it. But we also need to prioritize ourselves and our mental health and our sleep and all of those things. Yeah, it's so crazy. I mean, all the shit we're trying to fit in in the next 48 hours is, it's just nuts. And the, and the past 48 hours, just as fucking crazy. I bet 48 hours from now I won't have a voice. So I'm really glad we're getting this recording done now. I'm certain of that. <laughs> yeah, we have so... Oh, to, tonight's going to be... I don't even know what tonight turns into because I know what's going to happen. We are going to be... You know, we're going to be elegantly dressed. We're going to go to this very nice event. And by the time the night is over, we're going to be naked in a pool fucking somebody that's going to be a thing probably each other but <laughs> probably but nonetheless someone's we're going to have sex with somebody and then you know it's going to be the late out early morning by the time we get back and uh within three or four hours we're gonna have to get up and go have brunch with our friends or early breakfast with our friends it's so crazy our lives are fucking weird and awesome i'm not complaining but they are weird sometimes a little bit yeah <laughs> especially yeah. right now well especially like you said we go from zero to a hundred very quickly and yes. there's no and a hundred to zero even quicker i can shut that shit down real fast i mean i'll go into hibernation mode which is not always good because getting me out of that is really kind of the, the challenge yeah it's like yanking you out of fucking quicksand i'm like come yeah. on and, and you not helping like dead weight me yanking yeah. you out of it that's exactly. what it feels like <laughs> yeah because i'm just like okay i'm just it's like i i, I just turn off like oh i'm done just yeah. you know down, you know, just turn the button. I'm finished. Push the switch. <laughs> like I a can't. robot. Robot yeah. Brian. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. After a while, my brain just shuts off. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to think, I don't want to move. I don't want to do anything. And yeah, especially after a week like this, we're going to, we're going to take some downtime. I am looking forward to meeting this couple. This could be very, very hot. It's going to be different for us. Again, I'm not going to give too much away, but it's going to be a very unique situation. Should it work out? However, that's it. Once that uh, meeting goes down, uh, I'm shutting down. Yep. For sure. You and I are going to just do us. For sure. I'm excited for that too. So single guy tip of the week this week is one that we have been running into a lot. And let me say, I think part of it is where we are located because yeah. there are a lot of options. There's a lot of social events going on, lifestyle and otherwise. You know, we're fairly close to Tampa. And of course, Tampa is a pretty vibrant city. There's always something happening. Yeah. And as a result of that, a lot of the guys I'm communicating with are being kind of waffly in terms of details and in terms of actually cementing what we're going to be doing and when we're going to be meeting. So I'll provide an example. I was speaking with a guy last week and he asked me out. I did not ask him out. He asked me out to go for a drink and get to know each other. And I said, I would love that. He's in Tampa. We were going to meet somewhere in the middle and we had picked out a spot. He asked for my suggestion. I provided one and he's like, okay, well, let's do Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday at like 6 p.m. I'm like, okay, perfect. So then he reaches out a couple days later and goes, I'm not sure if I'm going to make six. Can we push it back to seven? I said, yeah, not that big of a deal. We can do 7 p.m. Then day of, it's, ah, work is really crazy today. I'm not sure if seven's going to work. Either we need to push it back to eight or we could push it till tomorrow. And it's like, okay, this is something that I don't think a lot of people who aren't in relationships understand. You, we, as in you and I, construct our lives around these things, right? Like we are very busy people with a lot of shit going on. And when we leave these pockets of time, it means something to us. It's not just nothing to us. Well, that's the thing. So I'm going to go back to the Goodfellas concept. When you know the gentleman who operates these events was talking to you about how he goes through the process of putting the right guys in front of the hot wives and the hot wife couples and the cuckolds and the cuckold couples, that's the piece that makes the most sense. Like you're not just throwing out a wide net and trying to catch a bunch of, you know, a bunch of folks in that net. What you're doing is you're selecting people much like he does. And once someone has been selected and they of course in turn select you, now there's basically this unwritten contract, right? Like we're not going to fuck each other's time up and, you know, we're going to be, you know, courteous to one another and respectful of each other's needs and all that kind of stuff. And when that starts happening, what that tells me, I don't buy for a second that it's a work thing, first of all. I think it's kind of the the concept of being in a bigger city. Vegas, for example, we talk about this all the time. So many fucking options. Saying that you're going to go to an event at Vegas at such and such a time, 
that never fucking happens. You Unless know, you ha- have tickets. Well, right. <laughs> but even then, I mean, how many times have you and I said, okay, we're going to be at this place at that time? And that's not a thing because, you know, there's no fucking clocks. There's no sense of time in a place like that. You get distracted. Yeah, yeah. There's, no sense of, there's no sense of time here either. It's bizarre. And these guys, a lot of people, couples, I've run into it with couples for sure. It's like, okay, so we have this time slot set up for this person or this couple and then something else comes along and then it's like oh can we fit this in too and then they back you up an hour to accommodate somebody else and then it's like oh this might be a little bit longer hey how can i get another hour they're just doubling up or tripling up or whatever fuck that i am not us we are not going to be your second choice we're not going to be on the back burner you most certainly are not for a single fucking guy that is not going to happen And the other thing is for us, and I think it does take some empathy to understand this, but we have one vehicle. We rely on each other for scheduling. It's not as if we can just go completely separate ways and do our own thing. If I tell you, hey, I have a date or a meeting at 6 p.m. on Wednesday, you don't schedule anything because you know that you have to be here. Yeah. Listen, the bottom line is it's not like because people find out, oh, you guys are traveling. You're doing this, you're doing that. Yeah, this isn't a fucking vacation. We also work. Right. You know, so we have to like Monday, we're scheduling conference calls and all this other shit around playtime, you know, personal time. And then if you have something going on, you tell me, hey, like lock this down. This is the day. This is the time. I automatically do not schedule anything. And in some cases, we even move our own stuff to accommodate that time because it's hectic. Right. You know, so when someone says, hey, I'm going to meet you at six. Oh, no, it's going to be seven. Hey, maybe tomorrow. Listen, man, we're a couple, first of all, and you are fucking up both of our time. And since both of us obviously have separate dates or do whatever, you're potentially fucking up a third party's opportunity or event or evening out. Because if I have plans and you have plans and then I have to change my plans, you're fucking up everybody. So this particular single guy, I thought it was really interesting because when he said, you know, maybe we could push it off till tomorrow, I just very politely said, I don't think I'm interested any longer. Thank you very much. And he responds back with, well, are you angry that you're not my top priority? You expect to be my top priority? Yes. Yes, I do. During that block of time that we set aside for each other, I expect to be top priority. Right. I expect that you have figured out work, you have figured out your kids, you have figured out all of the logistics, and I am your top priority for those two hours that we have allotted, just like I've made that person my top priority. I think that's what people fail to realize. Do I expect to be some single guy's top priority 24-7? Of course not. That is absolutely ridiculous. But if we make plans... I'm top bitch. Yeah, let me make it clear. So if I say to you or you and I decide that at a certain time on a certain day we're doing something, that's what we're doing. You are my top priority. So if you say, hey, I want to go to dinner. I want it to be seven o'clock. I want to go here. That's what we're doing. So I know ahead of time how much, you know, what I have to do to make that happen. If I do that, you better fucking know that the single guy is going to need to do that. I wouldn't just push off somebody like that. I realize that you're not his primary, you're not his primary, but as you mentioned, in that block of time, in that space and time, you have to make that person a priority because there are other fucking people who are going to be affected and other you know lives that are affected. So yeah, you're a fucking priority. And if you say top priority, number one, because you now have, you know, you've inconvenienced me or you, and then you've inconvenienced me and potentially other people once you don't get to do that twice. And certainly not three times, you know, at that point you got to keep fucking moving. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it was really telling that that's how he responded to me. Like, oh, you don't expect me to be my top priority, do you? I think that that's kind of this mentality that a lot of single guys go into the lifestyle with. Like, I don't have to provide as much effort to you or to show you as much respect because it should be an unwritten or an unspoken rule that you're not my top priority. I have other things going on in my life and that has to be okay. And while that is 100% true, that doesn't mean that I don't deserve a certain level of respect and consideration. And I think that as hot wives, we have to advocate for ourselves in that way and to demand that because if we don't, then I think people walk all over us and they assume that it's okay to treat us that way. Well, people only treat the folks that way because they're permitted to and we simply don't allow it. Again, if, if you're any time away from each other has to have this intrinsic value. I talk about this all the time. So if you're going to be going out with someone, that person has to matter. That date, that time, 
whatever the event is, it has to matter. And if it doesn't matter to the other person, well, then it just doesn't make time sense for us, certainly, and effort sense for us, because you're going to be taking time away from what you and I might be doing. And there's just no fucking point in that. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. You know, so especially when it comes to single guys, look, I say this a lot. You are one of fucking many many and you really need to get your shit together and the truth is when you look at why single guys are treated the way they are and we've we have experienced this as a very recently the idea that at certain resorts for example certain events parties that are being thrown we talk to the hosts of these events and these parties and they wear single guys out from a financial perspective. They don't even, a lot of them don't even bother vetting. They don't give a shit, but they are going to tax you hard. And in some cases, you will pay a hundred percent more than a couple, and certainly more than a female, a single female. You know, there's a reason for that because you guys are fucking up the space. That That's a problem. Yeah. So I guess single guy tip of the week is if you set plans, know that you can actually follow through with said plans and don't try to flip the script and change those plans five times. I understand things happen. Traffic happens. You got to push it back by 15 minutes or something. But constantly trying to change the time, change the date is not only exhausting, mentally exhausting for me, but then I don't trust that you actually want to do this and your interest is there and I'm going to lose interest as a result. So don't fucking do that. Yeah, absolutely. And single guy tip of the week folks is going to be taking on a life of its own i cannot wait to announce what we have going on for single guy tip of the week it's so fucking exciting stay tuned cool so before we get to today's story which is very different very different than anything we've talked about i'm having all these new experiences I really am learning so much about what turns me on and why I want to have certain experiences. And it's just become this, I don't know, kind of sexual awakening for me. So I'm really excited to talk about that today. But first, we want to say a very big thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. Have you ever gotten onto a sexual wellness site and seen so many products that you don't even know where to start? It really can be confusing knowing which ones you should be trying and why. Promescent takes all of that guesswork out of it for you because their website has this awesome quiz. If you put in your information, you let them know a little bit about your sexual wellness needs and your partners, they are going to recommend the exact products you should be trying to make sure that you're having as much fun in the bedroom as possible. That is so freaking cool. You guys have to go take this quiz on the website. But of course, there's a lot of other things we love about Promescent. For example, they are doctor tested products and doctor recommended. So you know, it's safe and okay to put on your body or in or on your partner's body. We also love that everything comes in discrete packaging. So if you have it shipped to your house and you don't want someone living in the home to know exactly what you're getting, you don't have to worry about that. And of course, we love their amazing array of products. Promescent is not just their flagship delay spray, although we love that product, but you can also find top of the line lubricants, adult toys, supplements, condoms, and much more. For us lifestylers, it is the perfect place to go and stock up for your swinger bag and make sure you have everything you need for your next sexual adventure. So head on over to promescent.com, that's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com, and use our promo code at checkout, which is FPS15OFF, FPS15OFF for 15% off of your order. Summer's coming, guys. Are you ready to unveil your beach bod or, for us lifestylers, your naked bod? There's more opportunities than ever this summer to get naked, and you're going to want to be ready. You're in luck because our friends at Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation performance package, which includes the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Compliment your dad bod or six-pack or whatever you have with a trim from the leaders and male grooming. The sun is shining and calling your name, so join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for a hot guy summer with 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com and using our code swingers. Listen, guys, you never want to be underdressed at an event, right? Well, you certainly don't want to be undergroomed at a nude event. We are in lifestyle resorts. We are in nude resorts. I am not going to be the guy at the pool who hasn't cleaned up the boys. There's nothing better, nothing that gives you more confidence than knowing that you are trimmed up in all the right areas and basically to stand out in a place where, you know, maybe not everybody is as sharp as you are when it comes to keeping things clean down below. Yes, and Brian has been using the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. And inside this 
this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserve Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. Holy cow, that is a lot of awesomeness, all to help you keep groomed. The fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. It also has a travel lock and the ability to turn their awesome LED spotlight on and off when you need a more precise shave. Those are a ton of reasons to pick up the Manscaped performance package today. And again, if you go to manscaped.com and use our promo code SWINGERS, you're going to get 20% off plus free shipping. Escape the shrubs and weeds this summer and shine with Manscaped. So today's retelling is quite interesting because it is something I've been talking about for a really long time. It's something that I've wanted to get involved in for a very long time. But I'll be honest, as much as we shit on the single guys sometimes, and and rightfully so, couples make it fucking tough. They really do. And I've had a hard time finding a couple that I really want to connect with. I absolutely believe and still believe that couples are far more complicated than a single guy and certainly a single woman. There's just no question. When it comes to numbers, the amount of guys we come in contact with, the amount of single gals we come in contact with, and the number of couples, there are certainly by far more single dudes, which of course opens up you know, the opportunity to have more problems, right? The numbers game. But with couples, it's like one out of... I don't know, one out of a 50 probably that I'm really interested in talking to beyond like five messages. Let me also say this, and I know this is generalizing and I'm not saying every couple is like this, but typically speaking, if a couple is newer to the lifestyle, they are looking for single women. And as a result of that, you get a lot of kind of weirdness if it's a new couple who hasn't totally discuss their boundaries with each other or they've over discussed their boundaries and they have 52 rules you have to follow or they just aren't 100% sure how to communicate with a single lady and I'm in this case operating as a single woman so it gets weird there's a lot of fucking weirdness that's happened as you guys have heard on previous episodes yeah listen we, we could do an entire episode and, it, and it, or several episodes on the oddities of dealing with couples as you mentioned the new couples the more seasoned couples, in my opinion, are much worse in many cases, but for another show. You, however, met an amazing couple. Yeah, so I started communicating with a couple and it was amazing because right from the beginning, I could tell this is a seasoned couple who knows what they want. They were very specific about the things that they were interested in and the things they were not interested in. And they were able to communicate those to me in such an eloquent and concise way. I felt comfortable almost immediately. This couple lives about 45 minutes away. And because of that, when we set up the first meeting, they wanted me to send a picture to them of me holding my name and the date underneath it. Yeah, I thought that was really smart. So smart. In fact, I've totally stolen that from them. I'm never meeting anyone else again without doing that because I I need to know it's A, a recent photo, B, you're not catfishing me, and C, if you're serious enough to take the time to find the piece of paper, write it down, take the picture, send it off. Like the effort is there and you obviously want to make this work. Well, that's the whole thing, right? It's about the effort. We talk about it all the time. If you're not putting in the effort before the date is even set, then chances are this is just not going to be a good fit. But also a lot of these things like holding up your ID, like we've had guys do that before, or holding up a sign with your name on it, the date, that kind of thing. All of those ideas are born at a fucking catastrophe because they had a terrible fucking experience, a terrible experience that they outlined for us when we first met them. I could not imagine how fucking awkward that must have been. You know, so yeah, they they learned their lesson. And they obviously responded in kind. They sent a recent photo of both of them with both of their faces, with their names on a piece of paper. And so immediately I felt more at ease with this whole thing. I realized that they have some level of experience and they're taking this seriously. So initially I had reached out to them just for myself, but when we had started talking and really getting to know each other, they obviously realized I was a partnered person. They wanted a picture of you as well. I sent it. She was very attracted to you. But 
I think the focus was always kind of on me. It was kind of this thing of like, hey, let's the four of us meet. And if nothing else, then your partner, as in you, Brian, feel comfortable knowing that I'm going to be alone with these people. But also if we click all four of us, maybe there's something more to it than just me playing with them. Yeah, when we first met them, and it was very, very nice. We met them for a drink kind of in the middle of where both of us are. And we got along great with them. They're just a super couple. They're obviously very connected. They're a lot of fun. I had a great time chatting with them. She's a blast. She's definitely the life of the party. But that was obviously about you more so than us or me. And let me just describe the guy because I think we had mentioned this on a previous episode or maybe it was a bonus episode, but he looks like... I don't know. To me, he looks like a wrestler or something. He's kind of stocky and muscular and sexy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh, taller, dude. I think he's actually a drop taller than I am, potentially. Yeah, he's super athletic. He's got the, you know, the long hair. It was in a ponytail. He's sharp looking. And, you know, she's, first of all, she behaves like a lady who absolutely knows what she wants. And she's attractive. There's definitely an age gap, which I thought was very cool. I found she's that. She's the older one. Yeah, I found that very sexy. And so, yeah, I just, they, they were just a neat couple. And I think they complemented each other really well, especially their personalities. He's much more laid back and really just kind of chilled. She's a blast. She's the life of the party. I could totally hang out and have some drinks with her anytime. Yeah. So it was great. I mean, the four of us hung out. I don't think that it was a four-way connection, which is totally fine. And we've talked about this so many times before. It can be a four-way connection from a friendly perspective and not from a sexual perspective. And that can be okay. It doesn't need to be this thing where you have to align and everyone has to want to fuck everyone else. Otherwise, it's a complete bust. I just think that if you go into it with far fewer expectations and just like wanting to meet some genuinely cool people, it can be a way better experience. Well, yeah, and it wasn't really set up that way by design, which was fine. And the idea that there wasn't, you know, not necessarily a sexual four-way connection in this particular case, especially, really didn't matter because I feel like she and I becoming physical with one another was a secondary or even a tertiary thought when all of this started coming together because they were initially looking for a single gal. And I'll say why. She told me very early on that her thing is to watch him with another woman. Right. She has a little bit of a cuck queen streak in her. She loves the idea of him playing with someone else, but in front of her. Right. So that was really kind of the focus of this entire thing. And knowing that going in was kind of exciting for me because she was being a little flirty with me both digitally and in person, but I could definitely tell she was doing so to kind of fuel things between he and I. And I loved that. I was so turned on by that. Well, yeah. And my knowing that going into our meeting them really took all the pressure and, and all the weight off of me. I did not have to you know, be front and center and, and, and try to be super impressive. I was just myself, just hung out, let you do really most of the heavy lifting and really just interact with her in kind of a fun way, you know, we're we're from the same part of the world, and it was just kind of nice to have a conversation with her about it. And you know, his story is super unique. So yeah, I just kind of hung out, and it was like talking to two people over a drink. Nothing more to it. Yeah, I'm also just gonna throw this out there. My passport, my international fuck passport, is getting very filled. Yeah, he is from Poland. Yes, he is. Which was very fucking cool. Yeah, you've already traveled to Poland, to France, to Brazil. You're making your rounds. <laughs> I love it. So anyway, the four of us had a great conversation. We left. I did not play with them that night. But after we met, it became very clear digitally that they were not only interested, but really eager to make this happen. And I was too, because like I said, he's a smoke show. He's incredibly attractive. And I was very comfortable with her. So I felt like it was just a good option all around. There was not going to be any weirdness. If I went into a play situation with them, I was confident it would be fun because we were able to sit and just joke around and, and have zero weirdness when we were in that vanilla setting. Yeah. And I will say, I have to imagine, of course, I have not corresponded with them personally. I know obviously you have. I have to imagine that by you and I being there together, them knowing full well that yes, you were partnered, but also that your partner is more than 100% on board. And then, of course, on top of that, very comfortable with them as a couple and even as individuals, that it made for a better experience for them because it wasn't something they even had to think about again. Right. You know, which, of course, makes it a better experience for everybody, including you and me. Well, multiple times when we were talking back and forth, her big thing was no drama, no drama, no drama. Like, they very rarely play with people because there's just drama they bring in general. Preach. They told us multiple times about single women that they had encountered over the years that just things got fucking weird. They ran into some incredibly weird situations. And, of course, it zapped all the fun out of it for them. And so when they find someone who's 
equally no drama. It's just a great pairing. So I felt like the the three of us were really going to get along. And we met up on Monday. And by Friday, I was meeting them again. Right. You and I met them on Monday. Right. So Friday, I made plans to drive the 45 minutes, go to their home. And I was itching with anticipation all week because even though there had been this outline of like mostly me playing with him and her kind of watching, I still felt like there was a a little bit of unknown as to exactly what would happen because she made a couple of remarks about being attracted to me and thinking I was beautiful. So I was like, is this going to turn into like a full on threesome situation? I wasn't opposed to it by any means, but I just didn't know. And I think that kind of unknown element had me just super, I don't know, just excited all week. Well, that also, and you've had a, you know, at this point now, well, prior to this, you had a couple of couple engagements, but it was never any full on full swap, full penetration kind of thing. So this would have been presumably the first one as you were going into it. Well, not only that, but every single time that I've had a soft swap with a couple, I have thought that there was the possibility of it going further, but for whatever reason, it didn't. And there was a couple of times when I stopped it because it just didn't feel right. There was there was that weird element or maybe a little bit of jealousy going on and I just didn't want to fucking deal with it. Or there was some other thing like time constraints or whatever. But every single time I played with a couple, even if it's just the soft swap, I have fucking loved it because I love the masculine and feminine energy coming together at the same time. I think that there's this very kind of explosive element about both genders being sexual with you at the same time. Well, that was a question. So this particular gal that we're referring to, because in the conversation that we had or that I had with her, again, very open, very kind of gregarious, just a lot of fun. She's definitely the life of the party. Very confident lady. I mean, she's accomplished and successful and very confident. Did that play over into the bedroom or when you guys were together, was she more kind of that submissive energy or less dominant energy, let's call it. And did he take over that energy? I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> so I went to her place. First of all, she has the most beautiful fucking little condo. She has completely redone it. It is fucking stunning. And I walk in and they have wine waiting for me and like a cheese board. And they were such good hosts. They went so out of their way to make me feel comfortable. We sat down and I had about half a glass of wine and we just chatted, but on- literally for like 15 minutes. Right. And then she jumps up and she's like, so I'm going to go into the bedroom. And if anyone wants to join me, that's where I'll be. And I was like, I fucking love that. Okay. So she's still running the show. Okay. (laughs) So I brought a little piece of lingerie with me, my wine drapey lingerie. Yeah, I love that thing. It's small enough I can kind of fold it up and stick it in my little bag. So it's not like I'm bringing in this, you know, suitcase of shit to somebody's house to play. And so it was discreet enough I could just stick it in there. And I was like, I'm going to hop into the bathroom really quick. So I went in and I changed into my piece of lingerie, got all freshened up and ready. And I come out and they're both in the bedroom and she's on this bed. It's this big, beautiful white bed. They have all of this white cloth type like almost like a linen material over it and it just looked so beautiful they had a tv that was playing something but they had draped white linen over the tv which i thought was a classy fucking move yeah they're just turning it into an atmosphere that doesn't lend itself to you being necessarily in someone's bedroom it's just it's like i guess less intimidating to some people less personal to them which made it less obviously less personal to you but more comfortable well it was just to me it was putting an effort like they really wanted to make this a sexy environment it's the same reason they put a cheese plate out i didn't eat any of the cheese that wasn't the point it was the idea of like you know, we want you to feel comfortable here. We want you to know that we sincerely wanted to have you over. So we're going to put all these touches together. Yeah. Same thing in the bedroom. So they have the white linen over the TV. They put on some kind of mood lighting. They have like blue lights mm-hmm. that are built into the wall, which is very freaking Oh, very cool. nice. Yeah. So they turned those on and they had all of these toys laying out, a couple of candles lit. It was very kind of dimly lit. The only real light coming in was... A little bit through the windows, but the windows were closed. And then the candles. So it was very much this kind of romantic, sexy, dimly lit area. And I loved that. I thought it was so nice that they kind of put that together specifically for us and to create that atmosphere. Yeah, that's a that's like next level stuff, right? That's when you know a couple has their shit together. This is not their first rodeo. They are comfortable with you enough that... Obviously, they've they have invited you kind of to obviously to participate, but also they respect you enough to do to go the extra mile, even if you're not going to eat, you're not going to drink, none of that, to appreciate a room that's been 
set up properly, all of those extra steps. It's a lot, but it's not a, it's not that much. And I think if more people did that, they'd, they'd find more success. I think so, because I was turned on the second I walked in that room. Looking around, I was like, this is fucking awesome. And I was so excited to get down. <laughs> well, yeah, they put they put in effort, right? There's a plan in place. And it's like, you walk into a room like that, you know, obviously, that it's ne- it's not like that. Normally, they took that extra step, and they want this to happen. That's, a, that's huge. The other thing is, they are a very confident couple. And this mirrored that, because she, like I said, was the one that was like, I'm going to go in the bedroom. Whoever wants to join me can join me. She was not waiting for the action to start she right. took took it into her own hands by walking into that room and seeing the way it was set up i knew what was on the table there was zero doubt in my mind that they wanted to go forward with this they were comfortable confident and ready to fucking go well especially when the lady of the couple does that yep. that's for me that's the green light right i know right away if she's good with it then everyone's going to be good with it perfect timing. I mean, that, that's just the way it should be. Really, I mean, it's just really a perfect scenario for what you were, you know, getting yourself into with a couple. So I walk in, she's laying on the bed in this gorgeous little black dress and she's just kind of laying on her side and he's standing there and he looks so freaking good. He's in, he's still in what he was in when I walked in, which was these kind of white shorts and a, a t-shirt but it was like a nice fitted t-shirt and it was he just looked great you could tell he was very muscular his arms were popping out of it it was very sexy so i walk in in my wine colored little slip number and both of them are like oh you look so good and immediately he kind of pulled me in and kissed me asked me if he could kiss me i said absolutely and he kissed me a little bit and started kind of feeling on me And then she says, I want you to come sit by me on the bed. She kind of like, you know, pats on the spot next to her. So I get on the bed and I kind of crawl over and I'm on my side facing her now. Okay. So she's on her side facing me. I'm on my side facing her. And she just starts running her fingers up and down my arms, my shoulders, my chest. And that was very interesting to me because you had just asked a little bit ago, what was her energy like? Was she equally as kind of in charge once things got going? Once we were in the bedroom in that environment, everything changed. She became so sensual and soft, soft spoken. Even the way her voice was speaking to me, it was just this soft, almost like a purr to her voice. That's interesting because she does not come off that way. Like when I first met her, she was just over the top fun and energetic and so that that's a i'm not i guess i'm not totally surprised i could see how that that could shift uh in that kind of situation but she definitely had the dominant energy when we were all together well that's one of the things i love most about playing with women period is typically you do find that softer touch that more sensual energy and their desire to really make you feel good there's a lot of men who completely miss that yeah women rarely miss that because they know how much they appreciate it and therefore they want to show you that as well. So I mean, she's touching me. She has these nice fingernails and she's just kind of like rubbing them on my skin and around my neck. And then she asks if she can kiss me. And I was like, absolutely you can. So she leans in and starts kissing me. And once again, I'm thinking in my head, okay, where is this going? Because she said she wanted me to play with him and for her to watch. Is that going to be what happens here? Or are all three of us really going to be engaged with each other? I was I was kind of confused, but in a good way. I was okay with no matter how it went. So I wasn't worried, right. but I just didn't know on my end how I was going to really make it all happen and have them feel 100% comfortable and turned on by it. Well, the good news is you've got a couple here who are, again, not, not their first time uh, up to bat. They were going to dictate, I guess, the how this went to some degree with your consent, of course. But you really didn't have to think about it at all. You could, you just relaxed and just kind of went, went for the ride. And I totally fucking did. So she and I are kind of kissing on the bed, feeling on each other. Then he comes up behind me and starts kind of rubbing on my ass. He pulls up my slip in the back and is rubbing on just my bare skin with his hands. And his skin is so soft. And that was lovely. And then at one point, he kind of like got up on the bed almost behind me and started rubbing me. And once again, male, female energy. She's rubbing me from the front. And it's very soft and slow and just sexy. And he is behind kind of almost grabbing while he's rubbing this much more aggressive energy. And I expected it from him because when he kissed me, it was also kind of this hard kiss. Right, deliberate. 
Yes. I fucking loved it. So anyway, I'm sandwiched between these two people. He's kissing me from the back now. He's kissing me on my neck, almost kind of like nibbling on my neck and then up around my ear, which, you know, drives me fucking crazy. And she's kissing on me from the front. And then she asks me if I'll lay back. And I'm like, absolutely. So I lay on my back. She gets up and she goes between my fucking legs. She went down on you. Yes. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. So this is really hot. So she starts going down on me and it is fucking amazing. I can tell I'm just like dripping wet. I was loving every second of it. She is so good with her mouth. She's doing a suction with a lick with kind of more of a an up and down motion. It was just a lot of different sensations all kind of going on at the same time. And I lost myself for a second. I'm just laying back and enjoying this woman being between my legs. And pretty soon I open my eyes and I can see him kind of stroking himself behind her. And I realize he's going to enter her from behind. Nice. So he starts fucking her while she's going down on me. That's super fucking hot. So fucking hot. I mean, he is like grabbing on his her ass while he's fucking. So I'm staring up at this hot guy while he's fucking his partner while she's eating me out. Just the visuals alone are driving me fucking crazy. So are they both undressed at this point? Are you undressed at this point? So she still has her dress on. He just literally hiked it up. Right. He at this point is naked. Okay. I still have my slip on. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So then, so he does this for quite a while. He, he's pounding her from behind and he's fucking her hard. And I'm like, this is great. I still at this point haven't really fully seen his cock because he was mostly stroking it behind her. Right. So then at one point he backs out of her and she kind of sits up. She made me come and she kind of sits up and starts kind of inching towards me again and starts kissing me again. And I'm touching on her ass while she's kissing me, like reaching down and just like rubbing on her ass. And then he comes up by my head. And this is the first time that I see his cock. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking gigantic it's not as big as the guy that came on the bus <laughs> i yeah. don't remember if we even gave him a name but that gentleman the you know 12 inch by six inch yes. cock the fucking two coke cans put together yeah it's not that kind of big but it's fucking big yeah you explained to me you didn't tell me a lot about this experience because we wanted to talk about it here but you i mean listen you were you came back after having sex with them you and I had sex. You were sore for two days. So it was like you were at a commission for two days. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So he sticks his beautiful cock in my face. And so I kind of start sucking on it a little bit, kind of touching his balls, telling him how nice his cock is. At one point, I'm like licking the underside of his cock, like running my tongue along the underside of his cock at the same time that I'm like peering up and looking at him. And I can tell he is just fucking loving this. He's got this look on his face of just total excitement. So where is she at this point? She's just kind of hanging. She's hanging on the bed. Right. And that was a lot of this. So there was a lot of times when she would just kind of lay back and watch he and I together. And right. I really liked that too, because it made me feel comfortable knowing that she was totally okay with this whole thing. Because every time I'd look over at her, she'd have a smile on her face. Sure. Okay. So then at one point, I should also say he had a tongue ring. I noticed that when he started kissing me. I have never had a guy with a tongue ring go down on me. You told me that. I noticed it when we were we first met them. How did you? I don't know how you didn't see it. I didn't notice it. That's I noticed it when, obviously, when he's kissing me, but I didn't notice it prior to that. And so at one point I said, I've never had a guy go down on me with a tongue ring. And he's like, oh, you're in for a treat. So he goes around and then he starts going down on me. And while he's doing that, she comes back over and starts touching me. She takes my tits out of my little wine colored slip and starts rubbing my tits while he is going down on me with his fucking tongue ring. Wow. Holy fuck it was amazing because she is so good with like nibbling and sucking and grabbing so i'm getting those erogenous zones pleasured at the same time that he is licking my clit with this amazing tongue ring in i've never been a huge fan of like just the aesthetics of tongue rings but it, you know if you're gonna go down on me with it then i don't fucking care because it felt so good yeah it's like uh, you know it's just a, an added bonus is oh, what it is I fucking loved it so he's makes me come twice back to back while she is just touching all over my tits and then he asks her 
do you have the sheets on the bed? Do you have the the right sheets on the bed? And she's like, yeah, I put them under the linen. So there must have been rubber sheets. I sure. couldn't feel them. There must have been a couple of layers in between because all I felt was this softness of the bed. But as soon as he said that, I knew that he wanted to, you know, make me squirt or sure. thought that he was going to make me squirt. So he starts fingering me, comes up next to my side, and he starts grabbing on my tits. And once again, much more aggressive than she was. Right. And he starts fingering me. He puts two fingers inside and starts making that come hither motion that I absolutely love. And he's picking up the speed. And I can tell he's trying to make me squirt because that's how you make a woman squirt. Yeah, that's the international sign for that. (laughs) And I can feel my legs shaking. And at one point, I'm like, you're going to make me squirt. And he's like, I know. And he's beaming ear to ear while he's saying it. I'm like, you're fucking dirty. I love it. So I think needless to say, he made me squirt fucking everywhere. I mean, it was everywhere. Well, sheets are down for a reason. Had you had a conversation like when you were digitally communicating with them at any point where, you know, that conversation came up where you do squirt when we know you do? No, no. And that's I also loved that because it was like he had the confidence. He obviously knows how to make a woman squirt. And I mean, he obviously told me ahead of time that that's what was going to be happening or at least insinuated it. So I love that. I thought it was so sexy. So he gets me a towel, kind of cleans me up really quick. And then she and I start kissing on each other again. And then pretty quickly, he's like, I really want to fuck Brenna. And his wife's like, you totally should fuck Brenna. (laughs) Well, very cool that they had that very quick, although, you know, important conversation. Yeah. Once again, this is an experienced couple. They fucking, they know in the moment how to do this and to not make it weird for me. Right. Because it was very sexy. What It didn't feel like he was like, hey, can I please play with Brenda? Right. Is that okay? And she was like, mm, I guess. You know, that whole thing that I have absolutely experienced with other couples, not necessarily penetrative, but more so when those soft swap situations are happening. Hey, do you mind if I go down? Yeah, on can I do now? this? Can I do that? And you got to go off the checklist. Like, I- I'm already, my he- I'm out of my headspace. I or, really need to. Well, you look at the wife and you can tell she's kind of trepidatious about it. She's saying yes, but she doesn't doesn't really mean yes and then it's like okay that's not enthusiastic consent i don't want to fucking do this yeah it's only yes because you're there right yeah i don't want to come across as the bitchy wife who's not going to let you do something so i'm going to say yes i am so out at that point i could not be less turned on at that point right but this was not that he asked or said what he wanted to do and she very enthusiastically agreed to it sure so he gets a condom and he gets on top of me and (laughs) this is when i realized just how big this guy is okay because he's entering me and it is very slow and I'm still in pain. I'm wincing and he's like, it's okay. I'm going to go nice and slow. And I'm like, you can't go too deep either. And he's like, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. <laughs> so he starts fucking me and it's pretty evident pretty quickly that he's not going to be able to fucking like bottom out. No. This no. guy's big. Yeah. And, and he was at least mindful of how big he is and how... Obviously, well, he can do it with you. his partner, because I'll talk about that in a moment. But like with right. me, I'm not prepared for that shit at all. Right. So he is being very kind of slow and just gentle with me. And at one point, she got behind him. I don't know exactly what she was doing back there at first. But he even said to her, like, don't push me into her because I'm going to fucking hurt her. <laughs> Very, very obviously, (laughs) obviously they've been down this road before. So he's fucking me. And then she, he's, he almost has me kind of up. He lifts up my hips and he's kneeling and fucking me that way. So he's getting just like this perfect angle into me, which is very sexy. She actually put a pillow behind my head before he started this whole thing. So I'm kind of like up on my neck, but I'm on the pillow. So I'm totally fine. And he's fucking me and she gets down below between his legs and starts licking his balls while he is fucking me. Nice. Oh my God, it was fucking hot. And I, of course I can't see it. I didn't see her down there, but every once in a while I would feel her tongue on me. Right. So it was obvious what was going on. Fucking hot. Yeah, that's again, the level of experience. They know what works for them. They're very comfortable. They're super confident. And, you know, that's the kind of couple you want to hang out with. Those are the people that make a difference when you're in a situation like this, especially for you where you're by yourself. You're the presumably the single gal in this space. I mean, that that's the couple you want to hang out with. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. So then he needed a couple minutes break. He goes and gets a glass of water and I think a glass of wine. And she and I are just kind of in there together and we're touching each other, kissing a little bit. And one of the things we had discussed ahead of time was a double-ended dildo. Yes. Because we have one but I have never used it with anyone. 
No, you've only, you've used it, but not with a partner. I've used it myself and I've actually used it on people, but I've never been on one side with somebody else on the other side. Never done it. And she said the exact same thing. She's had one for like two years and she's never used it with anyone. So she said, if things go well, maybe we could do that. And I was like, okay, not really thinking that we would. She breaks it out and she's like, we're going to do this. (laughs) I was like, fuck yeah, I'm down. So she lays down and he actually puts one side in her and I push myself onto the other side of it, okay? Right. So now she's on one end, I'm on the other end. And at first it was fucking awkward. We could not get it to work because- Yeah, the rhythm. You gotta get, you gotta build up a rhythm. It, well, not only that, but I mean, this thing was like flopping out of me. At this point, I'm soaking wet. So it's just kind of sliding right out. So eventually what I decide to do is get up into like a bridge position where I'm like pushing myself up. You know what I'm saying? Like on my arms and my ass is up off of it. So there's an angle. I'm almost like angled up and she's angled down and I'm propelling myself off of it that way. And that worked perfectly. Well, that explains why your wrist was probably sore too. We couldn't figure it out. (laughs) Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. So we're doing that for quite a while. And then he breaks out a vibrator and he puts something, he puts a condom on it for me, which I fucking loved. Once again, experienced couple, they know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. He puts it on me with a condom on and starts using it on me. I come so fucking hard. He takes the condom off and then starts using it on her again. Nice. Oh, fucking hot. So we both come fucking each other with this double-ended dildo while he's using a wand on our clits. Yeah, listen, again, the idea that this couple, yeah, maybe it seems a little excessive to people. Oh, send us a picture with, you know, the date and all that kind of stuff, and you got to jump through the hoops. Let's meet first and then decide if there's chemistry. Those are the things that make these experiences that much better. And then when you get to have the experience, you're working with people who understand what the fuck they're doing and how to make the experience the best it possibly can be. You know, it's worth the extra effort. I 100% agree. So that went on for quite a while. And then she's like, I just want to lay back and watch you guys together. So she gets out her wand again and she takes off her dress. So now her amazing tits are out. She's naked, just laying back on the bed, playing with her wand. And he puts on another condom and he says he wants to fuck me from behind. So I get into doggy position. He gets behind me and I'm concerned because like I said, this guy's fucking big and a couple of wrong moves and it's going to be very painful. But he very slowly eases into me and starts fucking me from behind. And I keep looking over at her and she is just loving every fucking second of this whole thing. I mean, she's got a smile on her face. She looks so turned on. She's just using her wand. And so I feel like I'm putting on a show. I mean, I'm like backing myself up into his cock. I'm arching my back. I tell him at one point to grab my hair and pull it. I had it in like a side a braid. Right. I'm like, pull my hair. So he reaches around, grabs it, and is kind of pulling it from behind. It was so fucking hot. And I seriously came three times back to back to back in that position. It was just fucking amazing. Was there at any point where you were maybe looking at her and that you had any trepidation at all about continuing? Or was this just 100% she was euphoric? She was in it. There was zero trepidation. This was so fucking comfortable. It was so easy and so seamless. There was not a single concern in my mind. Absolutely. That's a big deal. When when everyone is on the same page, man, that's it's it's huge. So he's fucking me like crazy. I come over and over again. Then he takes the condom off and starts fucking her again. So he's just with her for a couple of minutes. And that's where he, I'm seeing what they do in their space because he is fucking pounding her. He is all the way inside of her. I have no fucking idea how this woman takes it because it is giant. She ain't a big lady. And he is just banging the shit out of her and i'm just watching i'm kind of playing with my pussy while the whole thing is going on and they keep looking over at me playing with myself while they're fucking each other oh my god it was hot it's like cemented i always say there's these little snapshots of play sessions that will live with me forever and that was one of them him just ramming her and her looking over at me right as i'm playing with myself fucking hot well again the confidence that they have to kind of go from one position, one uh, situation to another, just seamlessly doing that. And it says something about the, the level of comfort they had with you as well, which I think is very cool. Absolutely. So that went on for quite a while. And then, I mean, we were all just pretty well fucking zapped, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> we were zapped. He made a comment about, I probably could fuck for another couple of hours. I was like, I can't. I'm fucking sore. <laughs> I'm so glad that you guys are going to get to do that for the next couple of hours. Yeah, when you came back, you were, you looked like you had been through the ringer 
You know, I mean, like your hair was all over the fucking place. Your makeup, you were clearly disheveled. Like, you know, it, you were worked. Well, this is one of those like chaotic sex scenes. At one point, I even said to them, this is like porn fucking. Yeah, you said that to me. He is just like, he's a fucking robot. He does not break. He keeps rhythm. He is a machine. And it's fucking impressive. So, I mean, and I'm not. I'm the type that's like, I'm going to melt into a puddle. My legs start shaking. My hair is fucking all over the place. So, it was was really fun to be with them as a completely different experience i was not a hundred percent expecting what i received because it was no, like they just moved from one thing to another and he's hard pounding and he's i mean they're amazing i couldn't do that all the fucking time i would die yeah. but it was great for that night <laughs> well yeah i mean when you came back you were like you don't we don't talk about the experiences right away we like to share them on the show but there were certain aspects of it you're like i, I gotta tell you this and oh i gotta tell you that it, like it was just insane it was crazy it was so fucking hot. So, I mean, pretty quickly after that, I got myself together. I went and kind of washed my face off because it had sweat and makeup everywhere. Yeah, yeah, you did. Put my hair up in a bun because my braid had been destroyed from him pulling it while he's hard fucking me from behind. And I come out of the restroom with my dress back on and my heels back on. And it's just like fucking normal. They're sitting there eating off the cheese board, having a glass of wine. They're like, do you want one more drink before you go? No? Okay, cool. Nice. We really want to have you back over. They both thanked me me profusely which was so nice because it was obvious that they really wanted me there both of them really wanted me there this was not a situation where one was wanting it and the other one wasn't right or the other one had concerns these people were excited to have me in their home playing with them and i love that i appreciated it so sincerely yeah it makes all the difference in the world when especially after you know, the physical portion of the experience has come to an end that it's not anything awkward and weird and, you know, off-putting. That's a big deal. Have you been communicating with them digitally up until this point? Still? Yeah. In fact, I mean, the other thing that I love so much about this is they have now asked us if we'll go hang out with them during vanilla times. They have a boat. They want to have us on the boat. Right. They uh, go to a club in Tampa, not a lifestyle club, just a club club. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, we should really do that with them and they're like please come with us we'd love for you guys to to come hang so i mean it's obvious that these are people who also like us appreciate more than just that one-off situation they want to be friendly they want to have me over again for sexy time but they'd also like to spend clothes on time with us yeah absolutely listen that's a huge deal it's huge because again they're in this space i think for a lot of the same reasons we are they want to have those friendly connections i mean what better way to have sexy time and, and be naked with someone when you have a rapport with them. We just talked about it from this past weekend. I mean, it's just, it, it's an amazing experience. You yeah. Know? Then of course, you, of course you call, so you call me <laughs> on your ride home, right? Yep. The phone is ringing. I didn't answer it right away because I wasn't sure if it was you. It seemed like it may have been too soon, but of course time, you know, you lose track of time. You call me again, or the phone rings again, I should say. I get up off the bed, and I go answer the phone. It's obviously you. And you're like, hey, why didn't you answer the phone? Of course, I'm probably somewhat out of breath. My voice was a little different. It was fucking weird. I was like, hello? And you're like, hey, what, what's going on? I'm like, why didn't you answer your phone, and why do you sound like you just ran a marathon? What's going yeah. on here? I was like, well, I'm entertaining. It was kind of a surprise. And you're like, oh, well, then I'm on my way. I'll see you in like 45 minutes. So I hung up the phone with you. I actually didn't, I didn't tell you I wanted it to be a surprise i was interacting with someone and i had him over and he and i got to play for about an hour before while you were playing you didn't know anything about it which i loved and then of course i'm driving the 45 minutes home and that's all i'm fucking thinking about despite the fact that i just had sex with this amazing fucking couple so it was just explosive it was really fun to have that kind of erotic energy driving home too and thinking about it and i get here and you have this big smile on your face so i know it went well and it was just a great fucking night yeah that's what when all the stars align, when both of us have experiences, even you know, independent of one another, when everything really works out well, uh, it was great. I was thrilled because, of course, this was you know, you were away, forty-five minutes away from me, and you know, had I not been entertaining and I wasn't you know playing with this super fucking sexy dude, I would have been sitting here wondering, of course, that you were okay. I mean, it's just it's always in my head, so it did absolutely you know take me away from that for a, a split second which was kind of nice too that's awesome yeah it was a really fun night i'm glad we got to share all of the details with you guys and hopefully i'll see this couple again while we're in the tampa area so hopefully there'll be a part two to this fun naughty story yeah, with any luck 
Of course, our Patreon members heard about some of this very first because they hear about all of our stuff first. They also are the first ones to hear about a brand new project we are launching. And if you guys want to know what it is and you want to support the show, which would be we would be so thankful for, you can head to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And our newest Patreon members this week are Phil, Christopher, and Marky M. Thank you guys so much for jumping on board with us. We also love corresponding with our listeners via our secret Telegram group. We talk to them daily about an array of different topics. We share sexy photos, and it really is just a supportive and amazing place to connect with lifestylers. So if you're interested, that is just one of the bonuses we offer via that Patreon community. We also have our OnlyFans. We actually just did a whole shoot together in Siesta Key at our hotel, which was so naughty and I loved it and we're going to share all of that over the weekend and it'll be available by the time this episode comes out so make sure you head on over to onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers if you want to see that of course we would love for you to also join us in October at Secrets Hideaway for Pod Bash 2021 we have some amazing other lifestyle podcasters joining us as well as people from across the country so make sure you get your rooms today and find all of the information at pod bashevent.com and we also can be found on social media we're on twitter at fp swingers and instagram at fps pod media what else do we have i think that's it for this week stay tuned lots of crazy sexy shit happening here very soon we have some amazing stories to tell you about what we've done this past week and of course what is coming up i cannot fucking wait oh so much goodness so come back and join us and thank you so much for listening thanks everybody Don't forget to find us on altplayground.net. Alt Playground is an amazing open community for non-monogamous and sexually open people to connect, share, and create new adventures together. They have 20 years of experience as a regional open lifestyle website, but now they're rolling out nationally, and they're including so many amazing features, including the podcast corner, which we're very excited to be on. There are going to be videos from your favorite sex-positive folks, and also it's a great place to just connect with sexy, like-minded people. So we hope you'll come check us out at Alt Playground dot net today.